0: This is a Podfire production. This podcast may have explicit themes and swearing and may not be suitable for children. The world is full of amazing people and once a week I get the opportunity to interview one of them. My name is Brett McCallum and this is Awesome Humans. Morning, old Brett McCallum, I'm your host of Awesome Humans, a podcast that brings together some of the most amazing people on this awesome planet of ours to tell us their stories. We have a few laughs, sometimes a few tears, but most of all it's about them and who they really are. Welcome to Awesome Humans. I love when I do my research for these podcasts, actually I don't do research, but when I I look on the internet, uh, and you come across, now when I say, yeah, it's like really just a Google search, and I really find out. Um, who the person is Actually I don't Do that either I just like wrote Your name in The little internet Oh thing, yeah, yeah, yeah And it worked But some <laughs> things I did learn <laughs> Okay So today's guest Does not have A Wikipedia page No I was so surprised About that no. one But we'll have To fix that one up Okay uh, Her LinkedIn states I used to crumble In front of an audience It held me And my career back Now I help others Step out of their shadows And into the light Through my experience Tips, strategies, tricks I love that one That's mm. good Yeah On Facebook, she's a radio announcer, journalist, public speaking coach, drama teacher, mum, wife, lover of laughter. That was my favourite one. I did the mum things good too. Yeah, yeah, thanks. But then on another Facebook, a very big welcome to today's guest, authorised marriage celebrant and MC. Myra has been a familiar voice on Gold Coast Radio for over a decade. Throughout her career in radio, she's had the pleasure of interviewing people from all over the globe and even appeared on the Ellen DeGeneres Show. I remember that. And uh-huh. I, As well as carrying her celebrant hat, Moira runs Major Confident, a public speaking company, uh, helping those who struggle to face an audience. She's a creative writer at heart and is passionate about public speaking. Whether it be through the radio or in front of an audience, she loves a party and will definitely add a sense of fun to your wedding day. And her newest role, obviously the most important role, is she is the host of the Trivia at the Yard, 2389 Gold Coast Highway Mermaid Beach, every Thursday evening moving forward. Anyway, I'd like to welcome Moira Major. Hello, lovely. How is, are you? Is this
1: why my ears have been burning for the last? Oh week? Yeah, yeah. yeah, No, I
0: wrote that about three minutes. But I, I kind of. So I'm
1: impressed yeah, with that. myself. Hey, hey, look at you.
0: Oh, God, when do I sleep? <laughs> never, obviously. <laughs> no, I just love the way there was more than one thing that I, I kept. Know. Quiet. It was great. Oh, I oh, that's just kept good. going. Oh, we'll add that. We'll add that. And I thought <laughs> I might as well add the whole lot. <laughs> so the rules are here. There are no rules. Great. It's all about you. Mm-hmm. We have a little. I have a little thing that I follow, but I never follow it. Okay. Um, So I want to really start at the very, very start. Okay. What's your first ever memory? How far back can you go?
1: I can remember coming over from New Zealand on a plane. I would have been... This is because I was born in New Zealand. Sorry about that. Yeah, I know. I've (laughs) changed that at 18. Don't worry about it. I am an Australian citizen. And I remember getting on the plane. So I would have been about two, two and a half... And I remember coming to
0: the Gold Coast. What be, do you remember, the, like the whole thing, or was no? I just
1: remember this one moment where I was the, the sun was shining through a window, and that's what I can remember. Isn't that funny? I know, weird.
0: A two, two and a two, half. Two, two and a half. That's a long way back.
1: Yeah, but then it's blank for a long
0: period of time <laughs> until I was eighteen. Yeah, no,
1: I remember. <laughs> I remember Bellevue Park State School, which is where I went uh, from grade one. Yeah, I remember the houses we lived in. Um, there was an old one in Gillian Lane that was so dusty. Dusty uh, house. Dus- a dusty house. And other than that, yeah, God, that's really weird. I haven't thought about that in years. Isn't that
0: funny when you actually yeah. start, and what will happen through this whole process yep. is that you go, oh, I remember that now. Yep. Oh, I remember that. And we'll go there. Trust <laughs> okay. me. Um, first way I like to do this also is, you know, you do this a lot because mm. you speak a lot. Yes. What's the best ever Moira Major story? Oh. What's your go-to? What's the one when people go, tell us a story?
1: Ellen DeGeneres being on the show. I think that's probably the best it one. has to be it? Yeah. It? I mean, there's not many other people who've been dunked into a tank. Uh, of warm water, actually, on the Ellen oh, show. Hmm. Yeah, very popular. It was nice. That Ellen. It, was, it was yeah, <laughs> it was nice that it wasn't cold. So tell us the story. What so happened? So we were, were doing a campaign when I was with a radio station to bring Ellen down under. This is before Oprah came. Yeah. and we were trying to get her here. We did a whole heap of different, massive campaign. They invited us over there to be on the show. Why? And, uh, because they wanted to talk about what we'd done and all this kind of stuff. Oh, so
0: they see – someone see So, yeah, that we'd, we'd sent
1: everything to them. Yeah. And uh, this was an amazing guy called uh, Bags who – he was so driven to do this. It was, it was like he was just – So it wasn't
0: just a piss take?
1: No, it was full on. Th-
0: that this was, was going to happen. We
1: went to – we got funding. We got everything. <laughs> we wanted to bring Ellen to the Gold Coast. Yeah. So – we went over there. We broadcast the show from LA, which was very cool. And then they invited us on the show, It's like to just be part of the audience. So we went there, just thinking, "Oh, this." She came up, met us, beautiful, really lovely lady. And then
0: does she ooze like she does? And does she have the aura? Yeah, she That's has all, an oh, energy. I a big. And then LA. yeah,
1: and so then she said, "Come back again the next day," and looked at me and said, "Can you please wear pants because I was wearing a dress? <laughs> Not that I didn't have any pants on." <laughs> I met Ellen with <laughs> and no, I pants, had no on. pants So they said, Can you wear pants? And I was like, Sure, no worries. Anyway, we went there. They called us down. So we kind of. During did, the show? During or before? the show.
0: Yeah, okay. So
1: we're in the green room out the back. Um, then we went down onto the stage and we did. And she said, um, Who would like to raise money for breast cancer? We talked about the campaign. Yeah. Who would like to raise some money for breast cancer? So I put my hand up and then I ended up sitting on one of those Duncan tanks. <laughs> And she asked these questions, which I was horrible at, hideous, and I got dunked into a bucket of water, but raised money for breast cancer, which was actually very cool. That's so that, awesome. would be, that would be a story that's, that's hard the to... That's the story. Yeah, that is the story.
0: Who was in the green room?
1: It was just us, actually. Jennifer Grey was also on the show. Remember Baby? From yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And there was another guy. I don't actually remember anything else. They kind of kept you very separate to everyone. Oh, did they? But it was really cool.
0: Because you're Australian or because yeah, they found out we're, you're yeah, a Kiwi? Yeah, well, maybe they found out I was born in New Zealand. <laughs> Speaking of that, where were you born? Christchurch. Christchurch? Yeah. The hospital? I, thought, well, I think so. I wouldn't even know. wouldn't well, even know? No. Oh, you wouldn't remember. No, I, I don't remember then. that.
1: Dad <laughs> was a teacher in New Zealand. Okay. And so mum and dad met... On a tour bus. She was tra- she was a Gold Coast girl, but she went over there to do a tour. Dad was a tour guide. Mum and Dad met. She came back to Australia. They corresponded via, you know, letter, lovely letter. By post. Yes. <laughs> and then, yeah, so that's how that all happened. And then we were over there because his dad was
0: still teaching in New Zealand. So Mum moved to New mum Zealand. New- yeah, yeah. And um, just you, how many siblings? Two elder brothers. So, and then... You then decided, or they decided, we're going to move to the Gold Coast.
1: Yeah, so he got a job at TSS. So he moved, he sort of got poached to come over here and then, yeah, we, uh, yeah, so moved to the coast from there.
0: So you're a real Gold Coast person. Kind of, yeah. So what what do you reckon, what's the thing? Is it 18 years, 15?
1: I say 10. 10 years? Yeah, I say 10 and then you're a Gold Coaster. Yeah, that's Definitely. You have to remember certain places, like the cows at Cavs. Yeah. Yeah. The Um, original physios. Yeah the original hospital in southport yes
0: my son was born there lovely yeah.
1: um what else do you when have to remember they knocked it over they did. we blame him <laughs> <laughs> nothing against you that was you. his fault nothing okay. against you buddy but yeah. it got knocked over the next year <laughs> <laughs> oops oopsie <laughs> sorry about that guys.
0: What what's the other big uh, gold coasting you have to remember
1: uh oh, do you remember the bulletin dog no really what's the bulletin dog okay I remember the bu- you know the bulletin the newspaper, newspaper. Yeah, yeah. they used to have this black and white border collie okay. like a like a stuffed border collie
0: Oh, so it wasn't real? No. Oh, okay.
1: And they used to <laughs> trail it around in a trailer. And I, I was obsessed. I thought the border collie was the coolest thing in the world. I made mum chase it in our little Monaro. I was like, there's the dog! <laughs> Go after the dog, mum! <laughs> Go after the stuffed dog, mum! <laughs> so
0: when you moved here, where'd you move to? Uh,
1: we lived in Ashmore. We lived in Keen Road, uh, which is at the back of Ashmore. Do you
0: remember that? Yep. Okay. Was really um, great. That wasn't the dusty house?
1: No, that wasn't the dusty house. That was, that was the fresh house that <laughs> we <was> built. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was great. Even So though first school? First school, Bellevue Park State School.
0: And did you stay there for the whole period? Until grade seven. And then where did you after that? All Saints after that. All Saints? Yeah, All a bit Saints
1: fancy,
0: girl. hey? Oh, look at you I know, I
1: know. <laughs> I don't know how we ended we up. We had to move into a dusty <laughs> house,
0: but we still got you through school. We actually lived school. in a tent <laughs> after
1: that. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> 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 and what about your brothers? Will brothers <laughs> at were both TSS. Yeah. Oh, okay. With yeah. dad, yeah. obviously. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: Eldest brother, very, very, very smart. Ducks, rower, rugby player, discus. Very TSS Very TSS Second yeah. brother, none of those things. <laughs> Me, none of those things.
0: <laughs> at least they got one in. All the, the brains track. went to the top one. You <laughs>
1: sucked the brain
0: out. <laughs> Did your mum get really dumb after she had the first kid? <laughs> <laughs> happened to my wife. No Not offense really. to my beautiful wife, but my eldest child was really, really smart. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and, and she wasn't. <laughs> oh, it was like, it was a trade. <laughs> my wife Just was really smart. I transferred the intelligence <laughs> over. I think that's what it was, too. Yeah. That no, probably sure.
1: is what happened, definitely.
0: <laughs> so you're at school. You're good. You're bad. You're naughty. No, I you're was cheeky? A nerd. You are a nerd.
1: Nerd, very mm-hmm. quiet, okay. uh, all through primary school, really quiet. Started playing the saxophone when I was in grade four.
0: Great way to attract people.
1: Oh, totally. <laughs> and such a <laughs> such a winner when you'd grab it at a <laughs> campfire and just, hey guys, I'm going to play you. Um, no, so uh, played the saxophone, was very much into music, was part of the Gold Coast Youth Orchestra. Oh, wow. Nerd. 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 Uh, not smart, not dumb, just, just kind of in nerd. the middle. Just a Yeah, loved acting. Big group of friends. Yep.
0: Yeah, still with them now.
1: Uh, there is actually still one from Bellevue, yes. Isn't that amazing? I
0: know. I love that. It's so good. And what about high school?
1: High school, uh, once again, still in place. <laughs> <laughs> but also, um, I, I just—I made sure I was friends with everybody. That was yeah. my big thing. I was kind of like, if I wasn't at a choir rehearsal or a band rehearsal, I was, you know, just making sure that I, I like to be in the middle. I like yes. to not be, you know.
0: So those people like me, those people a, like me. I, I could talk to everyone, yeah. which was great. Definitely so that the was best good. way to be. Yeah. Great thing to teach kids. Yes, absolutely. So they don't go off in their little I know. clicky groups. Yeah. Was, um, were those schools uh, back then very sort of strong on education? Did they sort of try Melville to beat Park, that into yeah, you? Yeah, no,
1: not beat me. I, I loved it. See, I, I am a nerd. Down to the T. I love education. Yep. I think it's so important. I love reading. At that stage I was reading a lot, if not playing the saxophone. Yeah. God, I'm a nerd. I just realized how much of nerd I Oh my God. Oh my lord.
0: Are you good at the saxophone
1: I was very good at the saxophone. Are you still? Um I, I, I honk it occasionally, but it... <laughs> The, the talent may have been left behind. Oh. Actually, no, the, the problem with the saxophone yes, the I kids. have. Blame the kids. Yeah, it is. Um, I had a child and everything stopped. No. <laughs> I have not played properly for a while and the saxophone I have is actually busted, so I need to get that fixed.
0: Is it one of those instruments? And I mm. don't know. It's my favourite instrument. It's just awesome. to let you know. At my mm. wedding, I actually had Love Me Tender played on the sax. Stop it. Down the hole. Yeah. That's so cool. And he hit this really bad note oh. just as she's walked in the door and my brother who's standing <laughs> next to me goes, <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Don't swear in church, you idiot. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those things you can just pick back up and. I, I, th- go. I, I
1: think I would like to. It's it's difficult. I think it's difficult when it's broken. I probably need pro- to get that fixed <laughs> and then I will be right from there.
0: But it's so like, you know, guitar, people always say once you played it, you learn. Yeah, I think, it, you know I think how once to you are not, yeah,
1: yeah, it's kind of like a bike, I think. But yeah, no, I, I absolutely loved it. Any it other instruments really that you're. I uh, played with? the oboe for a while, I played the fife. <laughs> That's I played It's it's a really piss poor version of a flute. Okay, <laughs> basically just a metal <laughs> bowl with it's some holes in
0: it. <laughs> it's <laughs> actually plumber's
1: pipe. <part> Dad <laughs> said this is a five. <laughs> Look what we got you for your eighth birthday, Moira. It's <laughs> um, really good <laughs> sounds. Wow. <laughs> uh, also the bass clarinet. And, yes. It's all wind instruments. I was a wind ensemble, <laughs> yes. I was a wind ensemble unto myself.
0: There you go. And you, the highest level you went to?
1: Um, I got to... Uh, I was going to teach. So Okay. So I kind of got through A, B, or Trinity, or whatever it was, how you do your exams. Yeah. And then, yeah. I, yeah. But I kind of gave that up after... Uh, after high school, basically because I had the school instrument and I had to give it back. <laughs> had to
0: give it back, and, and all old dad gave me was this <laughs> fucking five,
1: <with> <laughs> just a piece
0: of <laughs> metal. Thanks, Dad. There, there's holes in it though, so we're good. Um, okay, so you're at school, <laughs> yes, and um, was uni the thing? Like, did back then were, and I say back then, back you're in so the nineties, yeah. <laughs> no, but was uni the thing? Like, did yeah, because there to was go? a pressure to go. Yeah, there was there was a pressure to, and decide was that from family or school?
1: Uh, a bit from school. Dad Dad actually wanted me to join the army. Yes. Um, he wanted me to go into the band of the oh, army. Um, so that I w- he wouldn't have to pay for anything. So he wouldn't have to buy an Yeah, he instrument. wouldn't have to buy an instrument or pay for my education. So that's what smart. he, w- he would have been to do. Um, I wanted to go and travel overseas uh, once I left school, which was 95 I left. And I had a job in England. Um, you know, it was a like a... They do it in schools where they, uh, they call it rent-a-pom or whatever it is, or rent-a, rent-a-roo, which is you go over to the private schools over there, you live there in the boarding house and you help out. Oh, okay. And basically it's your accommodation's paid for and all that kind of stuff.
0: Never heard of that. Okay, cool. and anyway, Rent-a-roo. Rent-a-roo, <laughs> as in rent in Australia. <laughs> yeah, no, I I get yeah. <laughs>
1: um, And then that fell through, so I just went straight to uni. So I was at Griffith Uni doing a Bachelor of Creative Arts.
0: So you got the marks you needed to? Yep. And you decided creative arts was yes. your future.
1: That was what I wanted to be. I wanted to be an actress or yes. a, th- a theatre teacher.
0: Did you do commercials I think that's when you were young? Did I do what? TV commercials or no, no. any acting? No, or not really. Just, just mainly the theatre. Like, oh, you yeah. did theatre as well. Yeah. And that was at school? Yeah. Okay, cool. And um, you passed your exams and you did got your well. degree?
1: Got my first degree, yes. Yeah. Bachelor of Creative Arts. That was in what drama and writing. You? Absolutely bugger all. <laughs> A bit of paper. <laughs> and some memories. The, the three years and of And the first life. time I drank wine. <laughs> I was going to say, and an alcohol. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Introduction
0: yeah, to alcohol. Yeah, and then I
1: did my um, my honours in drama therapy. So to use drama in a way to help people through trauma. We worked in the jails at Numbanbar. We went and worked with prisoners um, to sort of take the story of their life, to take that to primary school kids so that they could hear – the consequences of drugs, um, theft, all that kind of stuff. So we worked with a group of women, wrote a play, took that to a number of different schools around the Gold Coast and performed that. So it was a wow. way in which for the women to tell their story and talk about their triumphs yeah, and then also for the kids to learn, let's not do that. Yeah. This will lead to that. So that that was my real... That's amazing. Yeah, my real love was drama therapy then. That's what I wanted to go and study and be a drama therapist. But in Australia, there weren't that many courses. have to go to England to do it. Is there... Now it is now, yes. It's, it's more recognized. It's like art therapy, drama therapy, all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, as I mentioned before, we're um I, I backed Impact Initiatives Australia and uh, mm. we do the, the film festival. That's exactly the same yeah. sort of thing that we're looking at doing. Yep. So um, I th- I believe people be able to tell their story through storytelling yes. is the most amazing it's thing. It's fantastic. There is. Because they we found with the kids is that they wouldn't talk to you. No but they will tell you their story um, via a different way. And, yep. and one of the films that they did, it was about bullying. Mm. And it was amazing how the kid that directed this, this film, uh, i had never directed anything, mm. but loved film. So, like, when you watch it, there's, like, a chip pack that goes across the ground, like, mm. instead of the tumbleweed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's nice. a Western. Just little things like that it. that they've done. And uh, they pull out their phone and they shoot them uh, <laughs> with a text message. Yeah. That's
1: Ba-chow. amazing. And it's just
0: so clever, the way that they've done this thing. And you see, they're going, oh, these kids. Yeah, they, they want to talk. They yeah. want to tell their stories. I think and when you go people through... People need to listen.
1: To and it. people need to listen, but also people need to be heard. They, yes. they need to... If, if you go through a traumatic event or, or there's trauma or there's a story that you have to tell you have to find a way in which for it to be heard. Yeah. A- and I think that's that's incredibly difficult. But using drama, art, music, whatever else, you know, that is a way in which for people to work through what they've actually been through, which is amazing. And drama therapy was brilliant. I it's, loved
0: it. I, yeah, I've never heard of that till today. And mm. I, think, I think it's an amazing way mm. to, to do things and there should be more of it. Yeah. And especially when people that are in jail that have actually learnt from their lessons mm-hmm. can tell their lessons. Yep. And if a kid can watch that, it's not cool.
1: I didn't even know who – one of the prisoners we we actually worked with was – I had no idea – was quite a high-profile Queensland uh, criminal. I had no idea at all. And then years – I remember after the program finished, I went back and sort of Googled this particular person and went, holy (laughs) (laughs) – I I was in a room with her. Oh, my God. But I loved that. Did you feel uncomfortable at the time? Not at the time. No, because everyone was really nice. I guess we were a way for them to get out of doing stuff in, in jail as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So they we so were happy to help. They were probably happy to help.
0: <laughs> Instead of looking at yeah. the four walls. Yeah. Okay, so during sort of school and uni and all that sort of stuff, are you a single gal going yes. around? Yeah,
1: I always had crushes on people I never told them. Oh. Yeah, I know. I'm a bit, yeah, once again, nerd loser.
0: Um, one, of the, one of those things we like to do on <laughs> awesome, <laughs> awesome Humans is we like to break news. If there's anyone you'd like to name, <laughs> I am only joking. Well, you can, I don't mind. There's no rules, remember? Um so you're a, you're a single girl with crushes? Yeah.
1: Yes, single girl with crushes. Um, was very busy. Also had a lot going on at home because mum had been diagnosed with breast cancer when I was about 12. That sucks. It does. And yeah. then she was very, very unwell um, and then passed away when I was 15. So that was grade 10. So I took over the role of looking after the house. So I did yeah. the cooking, the cleaning. I did all that kind of stuff. Dad tried. Instantly grew up. Instantly was was Mm. raising my brothers. Um, Hamish, my oldest brother, had moved out by then. He was at Bond. My other brother was there and Dad. So it was pretty much just me running everything. Um, I remember my 21st dad said to me, without the dishwasher and Moira, we wouldn't have survived after mum <laughs> oh, passed away. Thanks I was like, Thank, thanks, I'm an appliance? I'm not sure. But yes, am I the dishwasher? <laughs> which <or> one <laughs> am I, the vacuum? I don't know. How um, does a
0: 15-year-old girl deal with their mum passed away?
1: You just have to. I've always, I've always just picked myself up and kept on going, yeah. which is probably, and once again, back to that drama therapy thing, I, I think that's something that I worked through when I was doing my uh, pieces and, and anything like that was, I got to a certain age where I was like, Oh, this is, this is brewing and it needs yeah. to come out. But as a 15 year old, I just picked it up and just kind of kept on going. I had a very strong relationship with my aunt, which was my mum's sister. Mm-hmm. Um, so she really, I'd spent a lot of time with her.
0: So you still had that role model woman in I still in your had life, a woman, yeah.
1: yeah, which was really nice. And th- there were a number of other people who tried to, I think, adopt me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, which was lovely. But they got to a point where you, you know, you just kind of had to put your head down and keep on going. Didn't it f- I? Mean it? You know, it messed me up massively. Of course. Yeah, of course. But um, I'm proud of how I dealt with it. I could cook a roast by the time I was 16, so I was very impressed with it. Thank you very much. What, what, what pork meat, crackling, right? mate? <laughs> oh yeah, pork. It's the best. <laughs> and, <laughs> and my potatoes are amazing. <laughs> All from 16. Yes.
0: <laughs> so disappointed in my children. Um, <laughs> but you know, it is, it is a hard thing oh, to do. Oh, yeah, go massively. Through. And um, it's, uh, my, we lost my dad 19 years ago now. Yeah. And still on it that still day sucks. every year, yeah. it's still shit. It's horrible. And everyone goes, How are you feeling?
1: How do you think I yeah. fucking feel?
0: Well, <laughs>
1: it's, like it's a horrible. B- See, whenever I hear about a, a person losing their parent, I leave them wherever, you know, when everyone rushes in yes. and gives them food and flowers and love and yeah. everything else, I go, Cool, I'm here. But I'm in the background in about three months time I come in and go right everyone's gone now let's talk about how you're really feeling because that's something that I think people with grief people think that you know you lose someone and it's it's, it hurts for that period of time but like you said 19 years still fucking hurts oh my god (laughs) 1993 it's still I still think about her all the time Um, and I wish my kids had met her, all that kind of stuff. And she's in a wall in Southport, you know, the Uniting Church in oh, Southport. Yeah? She's in a wall there. And when I first started my first radio job, it was just basically in the same street down the road. So I would walk from there and just go and say hello to mum on the way past, <laughs> tell her about my day, <laughs> then kind of walk back. But yeah, so that, yeah, it does. It sucks. It absolutely sucks. So it's that, it's that, horrible.
0: That was good for your therapy, though. Yeah,
1: definitely. Walking, walking, <laughs> walking and talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. <laughs> so you now do have a husband. Yes. I know your husband. Yes. And uh, he loves his football.
1: Oh, doesn't he just? <laughs> I've become a soccer mum. You are? A oh,
0: yes. Do you know my wife, when she first became a soccer mum, mm. sort of rolled her eyes, but then about three weeks in she was a full-on sopper oh. she, she loved it and she's there abusing people. Oh, absolutely.
1: <laughs> I almost punched a guy. It was so cool. And then I went, hang on, what am I doing? <laughs>
0: that's my son's game.
1: Not an under 12. No, no, no It was a grown man. Oh, that's
0: right. <laughs> One of the dads. I never I
1: never watched a single game of soccer until uh, Jackson started playing. So Paul was playing uh, soccer for all his life. Yeah. Grew up at the Runaway Bay Soccer Club. And um, then Jackson got into it as well. He's a goalkeeper. Paul was a goalkeeper. I still, to be honest, don't fully understand what's happening but I've got a fair (laughs) idea now. Um, There's a great bar there as well of course. And you can watch from the bar. (laughs) Yes. That's just genius. That's the best. (laughs) But yeah so a lot of our time is spent with soccer but I love it because the boys are passionate about it which is nice.
0: How did you meet Hubby?
1: (laughs) Hubby and I (laughs) met at the Trocadero. Do you remember that? The Trocadero?
0: I do. Yeah that was
1: next to where Billy's Beach House used to be. That's right. I was on a date with another guy. (laughs) And it was an Alex Lloyd concert, and uh, I met him. He came up to me, and um, the, my date had gone off somewhere. And he said to me, um, "You went to school with my with my fiance." And I went, "All right." And he said the name. <laughs> That's such a good pickup line. Pick that, that worked. <laughs> no. Um, and then I looked at him. and I'm like, "Oh yeah." And he told me who his his fiance was. Did you know who she was? Yes. Yeah. So we started chatting. Um, Chat, chat, chat. The date I was with was playing Paul with two other girls at that stage. I just went, yep, see (laughs) you, mate. But Paul and I, we just talked. And we just got along so well. He said at the end of the night, I'll drive you home. And I said, cool, no worries, because we lived in the same area. He said he was working in disabilities at that time, and he was working with a blind client who loved music. And I was working in radio, so he said, would there be a chance I could bring my blind client in to be part of the radio studio? That's pretty cool. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Grabbed his number... Thought as I left, oh, all the good ones are taken. Went, you know, <laughs> went our separate ways. He was in my phone as Paul Carlton because he's a massive Carlton supporter. <laughs> I was a massive Kilda supporter at that stage. And then over the years, he went off, got married. We just stayed in contact just as friends. And then a couple of years, a number of years later, he turned up to an event um, walked up to me And said "Oh, You're just angry at me Because I, I looked at him And I was like Hey I'm thinking I know you But I don't know Where I know you from mm. He said You're angry at me Because we got Chris Judd Because obviously Judd Had just yeah, gone yeah, to Carlton And I went Oh you're Paul Carlton Yeah Where's, <laughs> where's your wife And he, she goes Oh she cheated on me And I went Oh great <laughs> Good for me <laughs> <laughs> and so that was we were engaged three months later. So that was that was it was just when you know, you know. When you, you found your person, you found your person. Exactly. So sometimes
0: you're on different paths to get yeah. there, but you get there. Well
1: he went on a very big <laughs> one. <long. laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, so then we were married in we got married on the 07, 08, 09. How
0: did he ask? Did he get on the oh, one knee and do the vote. whole thing? Oh, that's well, pretty special. Yeah, Is pretty that special. something we won on the radio?
1: <laughs> it, has, it actually was. It was a radio prize. And I said, Oh, let's do this. And he went, Okay. And then, um, yeah, he proposed there, which was not. It was lovely. Really lovely. We had a whale breach in the background, which was quite oh, nice. There just you as go. Yeah. Just yeah. planned. Well, I, I would organise that one. Yeah, yeah well done. <laughs> The radio well done. station. Would that one.
0: <laughs> so you were a radio host. Yes. When you were little, yes. did you ever think, hmm, I'm going to be a radio host? Yes. Did you just know?
1: I had a radio station called Moira FM, Love which that. was me and a tape deck <laughs> talking, it. like, recording myself. Did you have recordings of it? Oh, God, I don't know. I think there was only one listener, which was Mum, so we were, had amazing ratings. <laughs> um, I just always loved – I loved radio. My brothers used to listen to – there was – Oh, I'm trying to remember what it was called, but there was a radio show on a Saturday night. It was like Top Forty Countdown. My brothers, and if 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 my eldest brother liked something, I would have to like it because I, I just idolized him. Yeah. So even Def Leppard, which was just horrible, Doug Anthony All Styles, anything that he loved, I would then. Like four years younger than him. Would love it Would too. love it as well. That's fair. So he loved radio, I got into radio and then started um, doing some community station stuff. You know, a, a, a friend of mine in Sydney had a, a station down there. Yeah. Did it, just was like, it got the rush of it, just thought it was just great. Then did a community station in Brisbane as well and then, yeah, just somehow ended up getting the job, which I, is a bit of a, a weird moment because I was running a theatre company we'd invited Paul Gale to come along as our celebrity. Okay. I'm, doing, I'm doing inverted commas there. <laughs> um, at Paul Gale show. as
0: in Radio Legends yes. on the Gold Coast for the last 62 years? Yeah, Something 59.
1: <laughs> and he came along as our celebrity, inverted commas, <laughs> and I went into the station to go and promote the show we were doing and he, I, I just felt so comfortable. Like I was like, it didn't even bother me. I was just so comfortable. Yeah. And then they asked me to come back and audition because there was actually a a brekkie. Yeah. There was a a female brekkie role that they needed filled. Um, I just happened to get, I still don't understand how I, because usually you'd have to travel everywhere around, go out to whoop whoop somewhere and all that that kind of stuff. But I was lucky enough to start in breakfast on the Gold Coast.
0: Isn't that amazing where you you grew up?
1: Yeah, I know. I think that really helped because, you know, you know so much about the Gold Coast. So you can talk about it. You know, and people, that's what people love, I think, about radio, is feeling that sense of community. It's the local. Yeah, it's Localness, local. isn't yeah. it?
0: That's what that's all about. And so you were there for a period of time?
1: Nine and a half years.
0: Wow. When did you start there?
1: When I was 24, I think. What year was that? I can't even remember. Nine and a half years <laughs> before that? I don't know. <laughs> I was in my 20s. I literally cannot remember. I was thinking about this the other day. Yeah, so I was there for nine and a half years. Yeah. And then in... So Jackson, my son, was born in 2011. In August, in the December, my contract wasn't renewed and I was... And was
0: that mutual or did that shock the shit out of you? And I know you can't say something, so... No, it
1: took me a very, very long time to get over. Because it was a big shock for your listeners as well. Huge shock. and I thought I was going into the meeting for them to congratulate me on how well I did at McHappy Day. (laughs) (laughs) And then I went, oh... What are these big people doing here? <laughs> and why are there tissues on the table? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and this, that the, is, not and it, go this is not about McHappy Day.
0: McHappy Day, never going back. I love McHappy <me> Day. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. So that was uh, yeah. It was basically the the world fell apart then because I had a four month old, and Paul wasn't working because uh, yeah. he was going to take care of Jacks.
0: Um, but you were because you had this great job in radio, oh,
1: and I and thought I'm I'd my- be there forever. <laughs>
0: Wow, well, yeah, nine and a half years. A mm-hmm. long time to then let someone go.
1: And then, so called Hot Tomato pretty much straight away, two days later, after I'd stopped crying.
0: Did you know someone there? I
1: did. Yep. Graham Miles, the uh, GM who'd been there for many years, called him and he said, Great to hear from you, but I'm really sorry that I'm hearing from you. And I said, oh. Yeah, so it's, yeah, so he knew the writing was on the wall then. Yep. Um, Couple of weeks of having to go back in to do the brekkie show, which was incredibly difficult. Oh,
0: after the contract. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Mm.
1: And then. Did
0: you? When did you announce it? Oh, well, we announced that
1: day. Yeah, no, we announced it two weeks later. So. So you had to go through yeah. two
0: weeks of torture, pretty yeah,
1: much. Yeah, nine oh one. I'd leave though. Don't worry about that. I'm sure you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right over four fifty seven. Deep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at um. So then. And it was
0: just you out of the group that was yep. not renewed. Yeah. Replaced. Sorry, replaced. Yes. She likes a long time. Um, <laughs> sorry. That's okay. I had to jab. <laughs> um, and then the Hot Tomato. Hot Tomato. Um, for those listening, that's a uh, radio station here on the Gold Coast, yes. not a soup kitchen.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> it could be sometimes. That's a great number. That's actually a, a, a good yeah. <laughs> Okay, Let's, let's pencil oh, that down. Yes. Um, yeah, local station. I went there.
0: 20-year anniversary on the first week. of this month. Yes. Yeah.
1: And then, luckily, um, they had nothing. So I was thinking, and I do remember someone saying to me, "What are you going to do now? Because all you can do is talk and laugh." And I Thanks. went, "Thanks." Oh right, <laughs> I in the can guts. play the saxophone, <laughs> you bastards! I could be a treat. Exactly. I've got a degree. Interpretive in a tree.
0: dance, all <laughs> that sort of stuff. Um,
1: so that that and and through that process, lost a lot of people in my life because it obviously you weren't on the radio anymore. You were just...
0: So you lost your celebrity.
1: Well, yeah. and and to be on, who your real friends Absolutely. <laughs> you figured it out very quickly. Yeah. The people who just disappeared, who wouldn't... Who were like, oh, I'm so sorry, and then move on to the next person. Um, I learned a lot in that stage. Because for me, radio had always been just a job. Like, yeah. I didn't... I'm not the kind of person who... Sits there and says, don't you know what, uh, you know, which I'm on the, ra- it's like, who gives a shit? I'm yeah, on the radio. Whatever. My job. It's my <laughs> job. It's, it's basically like saying I make a great cup of coffee. I it's, it's radio. It's just, it's not the celebrity factor. It's not the, I, I'm, I'm entitled to anything. It's just a job. Yeah. You do it for people. Like you, This is what I find fascinating. You're doing it for other people. They're not worshipping you. Yeah. It's actually you have to present stuff to them and you want them to be involved. You want them to call your radios to otherwise what content have you got? <laughs> you want them to win prizes because it sounds good. Like it's it, – I've never understood and, – and particularly through that moment, it was the most humbling experience how quickly that could all go – I lost all of the contracts that I had with different companies who sponsored me. Yeah, basically the minute I, they found out, it was out, like
0: an ambassadorship. Yeah, ambassadorship. The,
1: the minute yep. they found out that I'd been fired, see ya, bye. This is your last thing. This is your last thing, and you just sit there going, "Wow, who am I now? I, I, I used to be Moira from the radio, but who am I now? Yeah. I'm I'm, and that was very difficult. I had a bit of, probably postnatal depression as Did well you get after some help? that. Did get some help for yep. that. Um, which was incredibly difficult. And and I, I just kept on oh I'm gonna cry. Kept on blaming myself that I'd done something wrong. Mm. Um, but it was just business. It's just business. That's all it was. So and you've got
0: a four month old baby at yep. the time. Mm. Which is a very tough thing to do. Like very cute baby, a massive head. <laughs> massive head. Um, but yeah but, but the thing with that is that it that's a tough thing anyway. Horrible. It's yeah. um it's but have, and then you got the baby on top of that. Your mm. husband's not in work. Mm. You're sitting there going, "Shit, what we can?" Do? And
1: I and I blamed. I did. I blamed myself the whole time yeah, that I done something wrong. But it was just a business decision made by other people, um, who I think I I don't think it was a very good decision. But I had to wear it. So, and I think it's it's difficult with that. You think about business decisions, you don't realize the personal factor. Yeah, that there is
0: a person who is. Affected by it. Affected by it. It's not one person. It's the fact you got a husband. Yes. you got a baby. Yes. And you've got a life that you sit there and go, Jesus, what's next? Yes. How long did it last for?
1: So I started with Hot Tomato in the January. That was November. But I started in the newsroom. So okay. I, luckily I actually used a degree I had, um, which is <laughs> exciting. So the afternoon, um, journo luckily left <laughs> and I took his role. And was working with Mel and Luke in the afternoon as a newsreader. So not on the show, not named on the show, just as a newsreader. So I instantly had to learn a whole new skill of broadcasting, writing, reading the news.
0: Um, so do you write the stories for that too?
1: At that stage I was oh, writing wow. and reading and then I would be called into the show as well. Yeah. Um, very much welcomed by Hot Tomato, very much welcomed by the boys. Um yeah and that was that was a fairly long I can't remember how many years that was, but that was quite a long time
0: and that did that help it it
1: did it gave me a bit of a break I think
0: did you feel like you'd been knocked back a little bit? oh my god absolutely like so I've gone yes. from being him, yes <laughs> to now. Yes, I'm, this is going to sound wrong, but no, no, no. just the news reader. Absolutely, it must f- sort of feel like messed
1: it, me up. Yeah, would do for sure. Because you used to go to work, you used to go to the breakfast show, and you'd say, and this is not egotistical, no, and no, I don't all. mean this at all, but uh. your face would be, you know, in a poster, or your name, yeah. it, your name would be on the show, and then I was in the newsroom, which is an incredibly difficult job. And I sucked at it from the beginning. Like, I was shit. I really was. And
0: were you or did you just think you were? No, no, no. I really was.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not being kind. It was official. I was actually quite shit. Um, (laughs) Why did we do this? We should have left her to become a teacher or something. Um, Yeah, it was. It was massively, massively run down the peg, down, you know, you're out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which I, you know, at that stage taught me... Taught me a lot, a what people think of you as well, because people would say to me, Oh, you know, I, you know, you, you look so down or something. Or, and I'm like, Well, I'm dealing with postnatal depression. I'm dealing with losing my job, <laughs> De- losing with the, dealing with all this kind of stuff. Oh, don't worry. You'll get back there one day. And I'd be oh. like, Far out. That hurt. Yeah. Or, um, you know, just even having the name on... Oh, they should put your name on the show. It should be Mal, Luke and Moira. And I'm like, well, no, because it's not. I'm like, not, actually on, I'm the not show. actually on the show. Oh, don't worry. It'll happen one day. And it's just like... Oh, it was horrible. It was it's really degrading. hard. Yeah. It was really hard. So I just had to put my typing fingers on and try to figure out how to pronounce Petra <laughs> Kavitova. <laughs> Fucking tennis players' <laughs> 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 names. I tell <do> you what... <laughs> <laughs> oh my that, God. That Russian chick. Oh, the Russian <laughs> opponent. That's what I always say. So yeah, that was very difficult. But after a while, um, things moved and uh, Gailey came over and then it was uh, Gailey, Mellon, Moira. And yeah, I was in the studio, I was in the show, back to where I was, you know, how I had that, been. How did that happen? It happened that um, uh, people moved on, Luke moved on. Was it Gailey again? Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: No, as in what, he made things happen or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He 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 saved me. No, um he <laughs> came over. Him, <laughs> <laughs> he came over which was great. So yeah. we uh were doing drive, which was fantastic. So yeah. But
0: did they come to you when when um you were just that news chick, remember? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, just that little person, that the little lady in the newsroom. <laughs> so would you like your name on a show?
1: Pretty much they said to me we've got some plans coming up and then said it will be um Gailey Mellon Moira and I was like Oh, really? And they looked at me like, what are you talking... Of course it is, because... Yeah. <laughs> so did self- that
0: give you a bit of your self-esteem back? A
1: little bit, mm. a little bit. What did um, you feel?
0: Oh, they're just doing that because they feel sorry for you.
1: Oh, me. there's a... They, yeah, I, I was pretty messed up throughout yeah, yeah. the entire period and just um, really, yeah, really struggling with your self-worth and also being a new mum... Um, Jackson was an awesome baby. Yeah. awesome baby, but at the same time there was a lot going on. yeah for sure. So it's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real thing <laughs> you gotta look after <laughs> it's a kind of a person. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah that was that was that was great. That was a really a, tough, a tough time. tough. time but Once
0: again you just knuckle down and go through it. Let's tower a roll and deal with it as yeah. it happens.
1: And probably fall apart <laughs> at some stage. But, but you, you know got it. Well, you
0: got it, yeah. Uh, because if you don't, then mm. there's something wrong with you. Yeah, exactly. Like serial killer. <laughs> so I'm not there yet. No, it's, it's good that you fall Although apart. No, your head would make me. a nice hat. No, <laughs> Way there we go. It's a big hat. Trust me. <laughs> I actually have to get my hats made. Oh, God. That's True that's story. The, oh,
1: I do. Uh, Jackson will be the same. I know, he does actually. Jackson's got a massive melon. So,
0: when I was a little baby, mm. my mum actually took me to a specialist because my head grew before my body. So, I had this size <laughs> nice head when I was four. Yeah. Would you have toppled backwards? Nearly. Oh. Nearly. And, <laughs> and they, I was skinnier though. It's so <laughs> the head size, not the fatness. <laughs> but, but the thing with it was it that. Like a lollipop. They thought sort I of had a tumor. <laughs> oh. But I didn't. And the doctor goes, Look, I'm really sorry. And my mum said, She was sitting there all nervous. And it's coming, he goes, His head's just grown before his body. Oh my God, that's hilarious. And then we found out that um, my <laughs> granddad's dad or whoever had a massive nugget. and I just got it from him.
1: Well, when Jackson was born, they said to him, uh, they said to Paul in the delivery room, You know, he'll never be in the army. <laughs> and we, it has the army thing. Going. Uh, and Paul goes, why? And he goes, because they won't be able to make hats big enough for him. <laughs> and they said, we've wow. never seen a head on a white kid like that before. <laughs> and I was just lying there going, Not being nation. Yes! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hopefully you had a C section that's yes, all I house. for, Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I did want to go there, no, but that's okay. I had to. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but then we went and met my cousin who had a kid. Mm. And this kid had these massive, massive noggin. Massive noggin. And like a planetoid. It's massive, <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and my mom goes, "That's what you look like," <laughs> and I was like, "Really? Fuck! I can understand why you're up." So fit through doors. <laughs> yeah, so I um have to get my hats made. Okay. So <laughs> I can I can tell him where to buy hats I from. There's two websites you can get them done. You can get them done. oh nice. Good. Anyway, moving on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so you <laughs> then uh, obviously you've got the show with yep. with the boys.
1: Yes. Um, breakfast. Right. Bra- drive.
0: Drive. Yep. But Gailey's always been breakfast.
1: So Gailey came over to Hot Tomato and was on drive. Why? I don't know. Just, just happened. Yeah, it just happened that way. Because that must
0: r- fuck with the body clock. <laughs> it does. Or <laughs> well, is it 4am yes. normally and yeah. now it's in the afternoon. And hours. then it's in the
1: afternoon. It's It does. It messes with your head. Is it
0: a different show as well? Like yeah, Like a different audience, show. isn't it?
1: Yeah. So your breakfast, when you do breakfast, it's about you know, sense of day, so what's happening that day, what um, you're aware that people are going to school, going to work, um, you know, or at work or anything like that and then on the drive home it's a bit more relaxed because they're coming home. So, yeah, there's an urgency with breakfast. Breakfast is half-hour news bulletins, uh, traffic every 15 minutes, whereas drive is... Uh, just a news bulletin every hour and sort of your traffic, which is the most important thing when it comes to the Gold Coast as well.
0: And you're getting people more involved in which one, morning or night?
1: I think they're, they're both. Like I've, we've always been very lucky that people have followed sort of us to yeah. um, where we are, which is nice. And, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's more
0: storytelling with drive because it's more of a driving home. Yeah, and you're listening. Yeah. More podcasty. Yes, more
1: podcasty. There
0: you go. (laughs) So then Gailey decided he wanted to go back to breakfast. So, how did that one work? So
1: he moved into breakfast and. Then Bags came back, who I worked with at CFM. So then it was the three of us. And that's when COVID was happening. So we were in separate studios through the whole thing. That would have been tough. Weird. Mm. No one else in the office, just the three of us. In um, separate studios. In separate studios. Wow. Which was just odd. It felt, I mean, it was good that we could still continue doing our job. Yeah. But it was also quite odd being so separate to everything. And then Bags left. And then it was, and then we got Big Trev. And where
0: did Bags go?
1: Bags went to Sydney.
0: And he's like got some really high profile. He's sh- got a
1: podcasting thing going on. Oh, has yes, he? Yes, yes. There we go. Yes. But he, he left and then um, we had to find someone new and Trevor had been at the station for, oh God.
0: He was the truck driver, he? he? was the,
1: dri- yeah, the De- car driver. Yeah,
0: delivering yeah. stuff.
1: And so, yeah, thought, and he's, he and I have always got along very well. Um, and he won Big Brother. He did. He won a million dollars in wow. 2004. Did he spend it all? I don't know if it's, I think they. I know they bought the house, but yeah. I don't know anything. You know,
0: like, anyone that wins a big amount of money, they normally it's all gone within two or three years.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, that would be me. Yeah, <laughs> me too. A <laughs> year maybe. <laughs> um, but bags was great. Bags was fantastic um, as a co-host. So was Gailey, So was Mel. Like, everyone who I've worked with has been really lovely. And then, and then, uh, then here truth. we are with Trevor. No, I'm kidding. Um, Do you no. know what?
0: I've listened to you for many years yes. right, across all everywhere you've worked and all the stuff you've yep. done, and the way you laugh, the way you talk and all that sort of stuff, you mm. can tell the difference with different hosts. Yes. And I can tell that, and it's me talking here, mm. I can tell how much Gailey hated <laughs> last year or the year before, whenever it was. They're really good now. Like you yeah. can see, you know when people mould into okay. – um, Mold into the, the crew, you and Trev on day one. Bang! Well, we've been
1: friends for many years. You can tell that. Yeah.
0: The the inter- yeah. as you When you and and are together. Yeah. Yeah. The difference between you and Gailey and Gailey and other people yeah. are two completely different things. We,
1: you, you do you you become it, it no, is. I didn't mean that to sound bad for anyone. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Oops, it's, sorry. It's, and that was him talking, not me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, it was a full. Fo- it's a forced relationship. You are yeah. basically in a very unnatural situation where you're spending what is it seven hours a day, but in a small room you have and and it's good to know what's going on in people's lives so that that can actually be, if you're not feeling it that day or something's happened. Yeah, if you're on or a shit
0: day. It must be hard.
1: It's hard to get for on and be c- funny. Yeah, as well. absolutely. So yeah, ha- there's a really level of uh, high level of transparency. You have to have that with all of your, with all of, and that's something I learned. Gailey really taught me that. He said to me, the energy is the third member of the show. Uh, the energy in the room yeah. is a third member of the show. Um, yeah. Trevor is, is, the energy. <laughs> Trevor is Trevor. And Trevor is a delight yes. he, he really is And what I what I like about him as well is that everyone everyone just likes him yeah. He's just one of those guys He's just
0: one of those nice he's, people He's got the look Yeah Right with the dreads And yeah. just the casual Yep and The Fijian look. factor Yeah and, and that sort of stuff And the thing is he's actually funny Don't yeah. tell him I said that Okay I won't He is actually funny <laughs> Um. So going along all the time here You're a celebrity I'm going to call you a celebrity uh, yeah. Do you get stopped? Yep Where's the weirdest place anyone's ever recognised you?
1: Well, there was a stage there where I was borrowing the Hot Tomato car because our car died, right? (laughs) So I was borrowing a car that was fully branded. Were you on the side? No, no, no. Just Hot Tomato tomato all over it. And I'm driving along Oxley Drive on the way to school, and I'm giving it to my kids. I'm whoa, why can't you find your shoes? Where's next time it's have to be better. you got this wet, and I look over, and there's this woman going, "Moira, oh, Moira," and I'm like, hey, how are you?" If I'd been doing the back slam yeah. into the back seat, so, um, but no, I mean, it's 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 I love it. It means that people are listening, which is always good. <laughs> I do love it when I go to Dan Murphy's, and when I was at Dan Murphy's in that car, I'd just hear this, "Go get him, Moira!" <laughs> Come out with my bottle of wine, my bottles. Um I mean it's it, it's it's nice, it's part of it, but it's it's also just means that people actually listen. So
0: that's good for my
1: job. Which is good too.
0: Yes. Um completely off the subject. You yes. know how you just did that backhand yes. slap thing. Have you ever injured yourself? My <laughs> wife broke her hand. She did not. <laughs> she missed the kid and Ooh, hit the uh oh, seat. Oh the bit. seat. Ooh. And then you know when you're that upset, you know, it's really yes. fucking hurting. Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's sick of oh my God. Yeah, poor thing. Ow. And then
0: I got home and she's, I said, what's wrong with you? And she goes, hand in the hair was bitch What have you done? <laughs> hitting the kids yeah i was hitting the kids said have you gone to see about it what am i going to tell them oh Wait exactly on. yeah how did you do it i was, trying, it? To I was trying to I hit missed. the kids
1: but see the force i had though was it's broken yeah. my own hands and I, but i was trying to work out how she twisted her arm that way well, you, it's, it's really oh, yeah no you could definitely do a, a
0: shoulder <laughs> that way as well i was impressed that she yeah. could get around there and um, um, them yeah there. i am too it's uh yeah it's one of those things anyway <laughs> moving on Where, well anywhere around the world else that you've been recognized uh, Other than Oxley Drive. <laughs> Oxley Drive. <laughs> That's a good answer though. I was
1: on a, so I went on a, a thing called a commuke tour, which is like a classier version of Kentucky. Nice. Can- oh yeah. yeah. Um, and <laughs> it was, we were meeting in London and we met in London. And so I, I went by myself. I just wanted to go and see Europe. I wanted to go and travel and I hadn't really traveled that much. <laughs> and I was sitting in London and we got on the bus and so everyone you'd never met these people before, da-da-da-da. Introduce yourself. Uh, you know, what's your name? What do you do? Oh, hi, I'm Moira. I work on the radio on the Gold Coast. Da, 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 da. This guy comes down and goes, I just can't believe Moira from the radio is on this bus. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, I listen to you every day. And I was really going, oh. <laughs> um, so that was fun. In London. In London, awesome. which was very cool. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't I don't think that that's very out of the ordinary, though. I just sort of think the Gold Coast is – I don't know if anyone else would know who I was anywhere else. I doubt it. And oh, what
0: about your kids? Do your kids know who and um, what you do? Kids – Are so come <laughs>
1: yeah, they've cottoned on. They've cottoned on. And I, there's certain things that they, they've now started saying, don't tell that story on the radio. Oh, really? And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> or I do say, can I tell this story on the radio? And they say yes. But I think they're very proud of me. And when there's pictures on the buses and... And, you know, nothing weirder than when you're driving along and there's your face <laughs> on the side of a bus <laughs> next to you and they're going, Mum, you're everywhere! <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think they are very proud, which is nice. They think, it's, they think it's cool at the moment, but I know it's not going to last for long. Yeah,
0: exactly. So as they start to get a bit yeah. older, it's like, oh, Mum.
1: Yeah. Oh, Mom. But that's Mom. where you can have all the fun. Yeah, I know, it's going to be hoot. <laughs> <hurt.
0: laughs> it must be pretty weird, though, the first time you ever drive along and you see yourself on a billboard.
1: Oh, it's so funny. It's It's so bizarre. <laughs> And 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 this is particularly enormous head, <laughs> Jackson. look <laughs>
0: where you could be,
1: <laughs> Jackson? That's the size of your real head. Um, yeah, it is pretty funny. It, it is it is very amusing to to sort of see yourself there. Um, but I, it, once again, it means that the show's working, so that's good. <laughs> Otherwise, what? I wouldn't pay for us to be on buses.
0: <laughs> what do you think your mum would think of you as a radio host?
1: Oh, I think she would. She would be appalled by my news reading <laughs> skills. I think she would be horrified with the way I pronounce tennis players' names. <laughs> um, I hope she'd be proud. I hope she would. Um, yeah, I've never thought about that before. I, I, I hope that, she, that I wouldn't. I mean, I, I've done a lot of embarrassing things. Um, I've said stupid stories. Yeah. <laughs> i bungee jumped as a banana. Um, <laughs> that probably wouldn't have been the highlight for mum, I don't think.
0: Maybe it would have been. You
1: never know. But yeah, I, I hope she'd be proud.
0: Do you do that? I do that all the time. What? Sometimes just think, well, I wonder what the old boy would have thought of that. Yeah, I, I do.
1: And then my aunt, who I was my sort of mother figure, she passed away a couple of years ago, and that hit me twice. That like, It's like yeah. losing someone twice. And I do sometimes talk to her in... <laughs> I'm sorry, Annie Glenda, I didn't mean to do that. Like, that's what I actually do. I, I'm sorry, Annie <laughs> Glenda. If you could just turn away right now while I finish this bottle of wine. Um, oh, Annie Glenda, Glenda, I'm sorry. I'm just joking. I do. I, I talk to her a lot and, and have that. that what, is she so, yeah. what is she thinking? Because she was very stoic. She was a, a nurse and was single her whole life and was just a businesswoman and so strong. And I do <laughs> sometimes think, have I made you proud today? Probably not. <laughs>
0: But that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Turn away. <laughs> so as a radio host, you also you've got the ability to do other things. Yes. And obviously um, you're the host of the Trivia at the yes. Yard. Yes, yes. And uh, but 15 other places, <laughs> but let's not go there. What, um, what is it you want to get out of that? What's Major Confident all about?
1: So Major Confident, I started after going to Hot Tomato. Um, as a, I, I realised after... Uh, losing that job, I needed a backup plan because yeah. really I had no idea how fickle everything is, how quickly stuff can just go. You I, didn't I think of
0: getting a job at McDonald's for <laughs> a Happy Days, so well, you could I be I thought really maybe p- to
1: reiterate how <laughs> good I was. Um, I yeah, I, I You always going to have a backup plan. Always, yeah, never did, and and um that really hurt. So financially as well. So really had to find ways to. Start other businesses. Yeah. Um, did the and I've always I've always loved helping and teaching. Like I wanted to be a teacher, but I just don't like large groups of children. And <laughs> when I do clients, <laughs> I, it's just one on one, and I love watching people go from struggling with speaking in public to getting that moment, that aha, Oprah moment where they go, I get it, or I did it, I actually presented this, I did this, or I did my elevator pitch, or I I, thank you so much, I I could do my my son's wedding, all that kind of stuff. There's a really nice – because public speaking to me, there's different – it, it's, a, it's 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 edu- it's just education. It's it's because we we don't do it for so long, and then we have to do it later in life, and it yeah. becomes so incredibly difficult because we've only done it when we were like fourteen or fifteen, using palm cards and being told that we got a C or something <laughs> like that. So you you think you're a crap public speaker the whole time, but it's about educ you know that educ and that's my other ad- now my new nerd business is researching public speaking researching um speech you know how to help people to to get better to kids in particular so that they can not go through that horrible thing of of sucking at it and and yeah. and, and fearing it as well and is that something
0: that's that's going well you it has it? been
1: going well it really has um i love it give uh, it a plug major confident. That's the name of it. Major confidence. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's the whole ad. That's the whole ad. See, Mm -hmm. she can't. I help you speak good and and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I hate talking about myself, which is why it's weird doing this. I (laughs) know. That's great. My
0: first ever podcast, I Is it? Yes. So you're a podcast virgin? Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) For those not watching and listening, I just stuck both (laughs) hands in there. Really awkward now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's your life. I really appreciate you talking no, to me. No, thank you. I've got some quick fire questions. Okay, me. then. What's your greatest achievement in life? My children. Person or the people who have had the biggest influence on your career?
1: Career: Paul Gale, Simon Bugs, Graham Miles, and Whippy, my boss.
0: What about the person or people who have had the biggest influence personally? Annie Glenda. Annie Glenda.
1: Annie Glenda. Yeah. Favourite food? Honey chicken. Oh, I love honey How chicken. good's honey chicken.
0: Favourite song?
1: Ooh, Lilac Wine, Jeff Buckley.
0: Favourite place in the world? Home. What's next for Moira Major?
1: Finish my celebrancy course because I haven't actually finished it yet.
0: You're not actually su- I lied. I, at no, the no, start. no.
1: Well, authorised oh. is just the wrong word. Um oh. I'm I'm studying it, but I can do it with other people. Uh so <laughs> they they have to be <laughs> That sounds so. There has to be a celebrant with me to do a the okay. paperwork, but so I like can do in the, the ceremony. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, I'm a rookie. Um, finish that. I've got to learn how to relax. That's one thing I've decided that I need to do. Why? I'm always frantic.
0: Yeah, but why do you have to relax?
1: Uh, I don't know how to do it. So is that a bad thing? I don't know. I'm, I've been told it is. Apparently, when I sit, <laughs> I don't listen to people, I sit. I, even my feet are off the are you ground. Are No, or or? The, I, I, I clench. So my feet are off <laughs> the. <whole time. laughs> Um, I just,
0: uh, (laughs) stupid story, I just built a new house right? and we renovated this whole house and I had to make a decision on the height of the toilet. Oh. And I said, go with the taller ones because that means you don't have to squat down as far. (gasps) That's a great idea. Stupidest idea ever. Oh, your feet dangle? (laughs) Mine don't, but everyone else in the house is doing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They're all, they had to buy stools to put their feet on. And my mum, who's four foot eleven, oh. she uh, yeah, she wasn't pleased. She had to have a stool to get up on the toilet. So <laughs> clenching may be, not <laughs> about maybe. Not a bad thing. Anyway, about sorry about that. No, that's okay. I love it. <laughs> um, so what's next? <laughs> <laughs> Learning how to relax. The relax.
1: Um, yeah. I, I do feel overwhelmed a lot because I do take on so much. I take on so much that uh, sometimes I probably should shouldn't do
0: that. <laughs> you take on so much just to keep yourself busy because if you don't, you're scared what will happen?
1: Uh, there's that. There's also always wanting to have backup plans. I think that's the other thing. And then financially as well, wanting to, to get on top of stuff because it, it's been not great for us financially in the past 10 years. No, no, not so much. Sort of that, that massive gap in between. Yeah. Um, so that's been really difficult. We've had to borrow money. We've had to do – like, you know, everyone – and even someone said this to me the other night – Um, I'd come back from hosting another (laughs) trivia and they said, oh, don't you make enough money on the radio to, to sort of, you know, why are you doing all this extra work? And I was like, it's, you know, it, it, it's, it's, a a perception. it's a job. There is a massive perception. Yep. Um, so when I borrowed the hot tomato car for a long period of time and then just never gave it back uh, <laughs> because I couldn't afford to get a new <laughs> car.
0: I <actually> sold
1: <laughs> it. <laughs> People said, well, why, why are you driving the hot tomato car? And I'm like, because I can't afford to get my other car fixed. Yeah. So I've got two kids and I've got everything. So, yeah, being financially stable is something that I would love to, to uh, sort of get towards. Um,
0: That's everyone's goal. Absolutely. And the, the thing I love about this is it shows that you're actually a person. You're not just this I'm, massive I'm a nerd. head on the no. side of a um, no, no, no. Well, uh,
1: yeah, no, not what's well, not massive, mate. My head's not that. No, no not I mean big the, the billboard's t- massive,
0: <laughs> not your head. That's Jackson's fault. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that's that's one thing that I think i I've always I've always wanted to project is that. It, just because you work on the radio doesn't mean that you're immune to sadness or financial problems or um, depression, anxiety, yeah. anything. You might sound as though you do, but you only hear us for like two and a half minutes. Yeah. Um, you're just a normal person. And I think I hope, my fingers crossed, I hope that has come across in the years. That's what I hope is that people do go, okay, you, you are real. That's what I would like to think. That's that's the goal. That's the goal, is you you're a friend, you know. You, I, I being on the radio, the blessing that we have is that we can be with people through the hardest of times, the best of times, in their shower, which is odd, um, <laughs> in their car. Well, you know, uh, you, you're you're part of, almost part of their life, and that's a blessing. Yeah. That you're, you know, when people say hey, I go "yay." <laughs> you, you, I, I I love the fact that you listen, and and I think that's 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 my why when it comes to radio is that I want. To, you know, in those days where there's the new mum who's got postnatal depression, who is financially going through a problem, who maybe has lost her job as well, I want her to have a friend that she can have, even if it's by making a stupid whale noise, which I'm very, very bad at, but love making... <laughs> <laughs> If that <laughs> moment that you can that's make it was horrible, <laughs> I know it's horrible, but I love it. Um, yeah. I want them to feel like they're not alone, and, and and that's the beauty of radio is that you can be with people all the time wherever they are, and you can hopefully um, make them laugh or, or or you listen. You know your friends who call the show they can make these amazing stories. We get, um, you know, we're so blessed to have the most amazing people to call up and and tell us these great stories, and that's what yeah that's the reason why I love radio.
0: The fact that it shows you're human. The fact that you're yeah. actually helping these people. Mm. Isn't it funny how it's gone full circle? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> isn't isn't it? it? you actually went to university mm. to do a bachelor of nothing, <laughs> pretty much, that's a piece of paper. But then to get your honours in actually mm. helping people and telling stories yeah. to actually you're actually doing what you studied.
1: Shit, so I'm using two degrees. Look at that. That's amazing. It's just that first one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, But the thing is, isn't it? That's yeah. like you've actually gone full circle and I have you've not actually what you that. wanted to achieve originally, yeah. you've actually achieved. So yeah. you should be really proud of yourself. Oh, well, thank you very from much. From that point of view.
1: That's weird. I'll, can you call my dad and tell him? I will, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he still on oh, yeah,
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I've just noticed, and I've never noticed this, is you have tattoos. Yes. Do you love tattoos? I love tattoos. Would your mum have liked you having Absolutely tattoos? Absolutely not. My wife hates my daughter having tattoos. Really? How so many, how many uh, tattoos does she have? Oh, she's got six or something now. Yeah. But she's only nine, nineteen. Um, wow. But they're little. They're only little, like yeah. that sort of stuff. No, mine are quite big. Do so yours the, have stories?
1: Yeah, so the first one um, I got was on my right ankle on the inside it's a love
0: heart. Yes.
1: Celtic love heart. I wore socks around dad for as long as I could <laughs> until it was in summer. How old were you then? I would have been 18.
0: And what was that for?
1: And that was a Celtic heart to kind of remember mum. Okay. And then <laughs> So dad couldn't say so, about <laughs> <laughs> so dad used the phrase I'm very disappointed. Oh. Which I as a parent now I know the importance of that. <laughs> uh, then not I, mad, I'm not mad disappointed. Disapp- and I got a, a five-point star on the inside of my left arm. And that was because there were five people in my family, so my yeah. brothers and that. And then only quality I have written on my inside of that arm, which is only treat people with quality, yeah. and only accept being treated with quality. Love that. Annie Glenda saw that one and almost had a cardiac, <laughs> and and that's when I started <laughs> but hiding them. <laughs> she was very disappointed. <laughs> then I've got the last letter that Mum wrote me in her handwriting. I took the letters oh, G R A C E, wow. which was her middle name. And I got that tattooed on my inside there with another red star, and that was yeah the last letter she wrote. So that's actually her handwriting. That's amazing. The one underneath that is Paul. I actually got that done on our wedding day. I didn't tell him. I didn't even think I was going to do it. I went and got my hair done, and, <laughs> and I remembered a tat. and attacked. <laughs> and I remembered I had to go and get um, lipstick because I'd forgotten that. And I went to Broadbeach and my tattoo guy was in there. And I walked in, he goes, what the fuck's with your hair? Because I had full (laughs) bridal hair. And I went, mate, four letters, that's all I need. Can you do it? And he goes, yeah, all right, what are you doing? And I said, I'm getting married. And he's like, holy shit. (laughs) So we sat down, wrote Paul, and then when Paul, when I walked down the aisle and then we, I turned my wrist over, he looked down and saw it. And he goes, did you get bubblegum with that? And I went, no, it's real. <laughs> it's bleeding on my dress. <laughs> um, then I've got a large bee, which was for my aunt, Queen Bee, because uh, she also had a beehive, which was amazing. Oh, she honey. wore a beehive. No, oh, in I'll her be- hair. Hair. She you had a what? beehive. So I call her the oh, Queen wow. Bee. And then there's another dragonfly as well on the inside of my wrist and one on my leg. And I've got a massive one on my back. Which what? is three or four roses around a radio mic. That's oh, and I've got one on my side as well. <laughs> <laughs> forgot about that
0: one. Do you know the total number?
1: Uh, let me count them. Well, one got covered over because it did actually look like a cat's bum. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a blue sun... <laughs> That um I got and I just wanted to get another one and even I think the tattoos guy said, This looks like an asshole and I went, A-da-ha-ha! and then looked later and went, It does look like a cat's bum. So that one's covered up. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten,
0: eleven. Eleven.
1: Twelve. <laughs> 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 Hang
0: on. Yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah like that one. <laughs> I, I love them. You I
1: love if I if I could, I would love to get full sleeves, but I know that's probably, that's where mum and un voice come in and go, I don't think so, Moira. No, it's
0: actually just the way, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: that's what they're now saying. I like. don't think so, bitch. <laughs> I'm putting my foot down. <laughs> put the ink down. Um, yeah, so everything is basically covered. So when I put my arms out, you can't actually see anything on the top, but on the uh, inside it's a whole clever. party
0: going on. Clever. Well, I have one tattoo. One. I got on my daughter's, second daughter's 18th birthday. Yes. Uh, we all did. Oh, I love that. we got a smiley face on our big toe. Oh, hilarious. (laughs) Just dot, dot and the smiley face. Oh, my God. I like, oh, shit. (laughs) It was the worst thing I've ever done. However, the next weekend I took the girls down to Sydney and we walked the bridge. Yeah. Yeah, for a birthday. Yeah. And it was pissing down rain (laughs) and our feet got really, really wet and now I just have two dots. (laughs) <laughs> there's no smiley. There's, I think out of the four of us that got it done, there's only one oh, with the smiley fantastic. on Oh,
1: that's fantastic. Yeah,
0: so that was my experience in tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> and the first and last. I, I know, you know I love again.
1: them, I'd get more. But yes, <laughs> there's that voice in my head. <laughs> it's a no, no. no.
0: Moira, um, this has been amazing. Thank, uh, thank you. you. Thank so much. much. It's no, been a laugh. You. We cried. I made you cry. Yeah, thank you. So that was one of my ambitions. Oh, that was, okay. I actually <laughs> wasn't, but <laughs> oops, sorry. But as far as I'm concerned, you're an awesome human. Thank you so thank much Thank you very for your much time. for having me. Appreciate (laughs) you.